This is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a fangirls podcast with five-ish people. The tangents and squee will continue. Squee. and Squee continue all the way to episode 414 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. Ugh, why did it have to be mushrooms? I hate mushrooms. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad to join us. Let's start off like we do every week with Virtual Table and see who's joined us this week. This is in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is a me, Rachel, in Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> Good one. Oh, uh, you know, trying to limit the really cheesy Italian accents, but can't make any promises. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah. Like, everyone who was complaining that Chris Pratt was voicing Mario, it's like, okay, but you want to have a whole movie of Mario sounding like that? I mean, it's cute for the video games. Mm-hmm. But maybe not, like, you know, with dialogue and... Right. Yeah. But, yeah okay. We'll get to that. <laughs> First up, we need to do the news. So... A little bit uh, some convention-related news... For those Gen Con attendees or wannabe attendees, um, on Gen- they're still going to be doing Gen Con online. It's still going to be a thing. Badge registration for that is going to begin on May 7th. And once again, completely free. So, granted, you're not getting the full Gen Con experience, but you're getting something. So, right. You can get a taste of it. Yeah, you can taste of it. There's some uh, uh, games that can be played online and, and the like. So, so if you uh, want to do Gen Con online, mark your calendar as such, which works out well because on May 7th, the event catalog goes live. So and Rachel, op- how many panels are you going to be at? i do panels really at gen con so (laughs) i couldn't remember which one you did panels on so yeah gen con not so so much uh so attend sometimes Mm -hmm. i've never actually been on a panel at gen con so not that that can't change at some point in the future but right never say never (laughs) exactly exactly um so but the event catalog will go live may 7th so that will be your opportunity to browse and pose and make your lists so that when actual event registration opens up on may 21st you can hit the submit button on your wish list and um cross your fingers cross your toes and hope that you get all the things you want. <laughs> Always a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
that ladder wheel around, around, around she goes where it stops. Yeah, Nobody there's knows. Some, there's there's <laughs> some events that are very, very, very popular. So mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go draw. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, but uh, so yeah, even though Gen Con's not till August, it'll be here before we know. So, um, and then. Also keeping it local, PopCon, although PopCon Louisville is coming up really quick because it's like two months from now. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be fun either way. Um, but uh, of course, both PopCons still making guest announcements. You can go to PopCon's website. It's got both Louisville and Indy with lit, you know, guest lists for both how to get tickets hotels all that fun stuff you can submit panels for for both of those too Hmm. so um but um we're having a returning guest um because she was at popcon indie uh a couple of popcons ago but emily swallow who plays the armorer on the mandalorian returning to the popcorn shenanigans and this time in louisville very cool yep um and then for indie submissions are now open for the popcorn podcast awards so now is the time to get in uh at the lowest entry fee price because uh, the the cost will go up as we get closer. I'm presuming I'm going to be judging again, so <laughs> I will not be submitting at least the five ish fangirls. Uh, so, um, but uh, yeah, so there's that. And then over in Chrissy's neck of, neck of the woods, Salt Lake Fan yes. X is yes, kicking very. up with uh, the. Nice little Back to the Future cast get together. Yes. Oh my gosh, I got yeah, I saw that and I was like, ooh. So yes, we're getting Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson, I believe, is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. So, and yeah, Tom so Wilson. I, and Tom Wilson, yes. Yes. I, I was I was a little bit like, oh, they got Marty and Doc, but yes. Yeah, so so the the whole the main the main four who were kind of the the core of the of the movies they were they're coming so very mm. exciting very cool um yeah I'm gonna have to look into getting autographs at the very least um, mm-hmm. not really into photo ops personally just because I don't feel like you get but this is this is a personal thing it's it's like you know you're in you're out you're gone where's this autographs you at least you just talk for a minute yes so, mm-hmm. so I, like, I like that. But, you know, do what you want to do. It's all to you. But mm-hmm. I'm very excited because Back to the Future is like one of my favorite all-time movies, trilogies. Yes. And it's just ah, so good. When you know, we talked about it way back forever ago. It seems like so. Yeah. Look when up, we look hit up that review for yeah, when we hit, I think we all it was like within our like first year because it was 2015. Yeah. So we did it on yeah. what you know when Marty goes to the future. In 2015. Yeah, I was still, so, I yeah. was still in my in my living in the one house with all the roommates. Yeah. I wasn't even married yet. 
uh, and I remember Chauncey was on that episode. So. Yes, mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, so, yes, go listen to me, like, well, and Chauncey and all of us gush about Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I love it, too. Like, I mean, oh, the trilogy is great, but def- definitely the first movie yeah. is is almost yeah. a perfect movie. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, it's it, it's anyway, and yeah. that reminds me, I'm actually due for a rewatch, so I should. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. So the gang's coming to Salt Lake. So if you are uh, in the area and want to want to meet all of the above, mm-hmm. go get your tickets because mm-hmm. who knows when this if if or when this this would ever come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's. I know Tom Wilson has been doing the convention circuit. Somewhat. He's been it for a long time, but uh, yeah. Christopher Lloyd, he is getting up there in years. Yeah, uh, and as... unfortunately, Michael J. Fox's yeah. health is right. not going to get any Which, better. No. <laughs> so, Which, you know, given how long since since that since, since the, he went public with the diagnosis, the Parkinson's, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Parkinson's. It like you know he's he's done fairly well for himself. I, I yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean he's yeah. he's still getting getting out and doing stuff. Yeah, so that's, so, that's yeah. really good. I'm I'm sure that yeah, has he, a a lot to do with it too. Is mm-hmm. just you know keep yourself busy instead of just sitting yeah. there and letting. Yeah, you know, and he does a lot of um, whatever char- charity work for research and yeah. and things like that. So that is really cool. So it's like yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see them all, and I hope I'll be able to get into their panel because I'm sure it's going to be a packed house. Oh yeah, like come on. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that's a, that is exciting. Um, and then uh, apparently he's found a, a a break in his his busy schedule of planning his weddings, killing his bride, blaming another country for it. Uh, Chris Sarandon uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is gonna take a break from the pit of despair uh, to uh, come to, come to Salt Lake. <laughs> yes, that too. Also, and Gilda the frame for it. Yes, and I just want, but uh, yeah. Also, I would I I have to bring this up because I only discovered it recently. Do you know he was actually the speaking voice for Jack Skellington? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you did. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Jack doesn't have a lot of just spoken lines in that movie because Danny Elfman, wasn't Danny Elfman? He's the singing voice, he's the, yeah. He's mm-hmm. the singing voice. There's a lot of singing in Jack's Not a lot of speaking, but the few speaking words, it's Chris Sarandon. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so I'm just, I'm the only one who's like, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. He walked by he's me, actually, person. while I was, I was, I was waiting and I was waiting in line for Dave Batista. And Louisville in 2019, mm-hmm. and we Batista. They had him so that he was up against a wall, and on that wall that we were lining up against was the door that would let the celebrities and stuff go like backstage, uh-huh. quote unquote backstage. So they kept coming coming through to either go through the door to go backstage or we're coming back. So I had like. Spider came by at one point, but then Chris Sarandon like walked right in front of me, and in my head I'm like, "Right this way, you know, Prince Humperdinck." Uh, <laughs> well, you were you were. These are put me in the pit of despair. Carrie, yes. Yeah. 
please don't suck an hour of my life away, even though it'll probably be better than yeah. <laughs> what it would be in the film. Yeah. Challenge him to the pain. Yeah. I'm not from Gilda. Uh, <sighs> I'm just visiting. Uh, but yeah. So. Yeah. That should be be fun. You guys always get some really good guests, so and of course they've just started yeah. with their guest yeah, announcements. And... Yeah, because the con isn't until September, which I keep having to tell my kids. Yeah. Because I mean, I don't think there's any like billboards or you or ads for it yet, but every once in a while they say, Can we go to Pan X? And I'm like, Well, in September we can. I want to go to Pan X. <laughs> well, kids. It's not going on right now. We will go. Yeah. We have tickets. <laughs> But we're not gonna go right now because it's not happening. I want to go to FanX. What happens when you have kids and you take them to things and they want to go? Sense of time, not quite there yet. No, no. And I, I'm like, maybe because because there there have been cases of like, oh, here's just this one random billboard from last year that for whatever reason they didn't take down. So we'll be driving by like FanX. Let's go to FanX. I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> It's like, and so I have to explain to them, not until September. And I have to explain, we have mom, daddy's birthday, mommy's birthday. We have our trip to, to the to the lake. We have Alex's birthday. And then it's FanX. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> but, you know, they love it. They're looking forward to it. So, okay. We'll, 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 we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least they're excited to go back again. So that's. Yeah, yeah. It's right good because when you're we doing something time, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we went the first, when we went last year, it was very overwhelming for both of them. But I think maybe they'll be a little better this year. Probably. They'll probably only take them one day, but because it, it is a lot for yeah for little ones. But it's overwhelming for us for us grown ups sometimes. So <laughs> this is true. This is true. Sometimes you're like, uh, I'm here now. What now? What? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Mm-hmm. There is that, and of course we alluded to this because Marvel let us know it was coming right before we recorded last week. But as promised, last Tuesday we got our first look at the Marvels, mm-hmm. so, which looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh my goodness! Because you got yeah. Kamala Khan, who's just like super excited about everything. Because mm-hmm. yeah, she's young, and I mean, obviously, you know, we saw what she went through in her series on, on Disney Plus. So it's not like she's like, you know, and she's a huge fan of the Avengers as a whole. So it's not like she's ignorant to like the dangers that are out there. But at the same time, she also has that teenage enthusiasm. So when like Nick Fury shows up at her house, she's like, Woo-hoo! you know, um, like, look what I can do. And I immediately transport myself into a dangerous situation. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Did not think then, this through, did you? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Carol is like, what the flirkin? You know, and Captain Rambo is just like, I ain't got time for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Seems like it's going but, to be a bit uh, of a comedy of errors. Yeah, but it's like, you know, we've got we've got these three amazing 
powerful heroes that are going to eventually team up once they figure out how to stop replacing each other. Lo, you know where they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nick Fury, also very much like Captain Rambo, and I get, I don't have time for this shit. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, usually when Nick Fury is is involved, yeah, nobody they nobody got time for this shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, and then we got scrolls. We got the return of Goose, and then yeah. even more Flurkins. There's a whole litter of Flurkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, and and you know a little bit the lethal weapon line that Danny Glover says, "I'm getting too old for this shit." Is <laughs> yeah, kind of came to mind too. It's like, oh yeah, feel yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nick Fury's like, this is why I had a scroll replace me last mm-hmm. yeah. before. Retirement was so nice up until a certain <laughs> point. Yep. <laughs> like it uh, worked until it <laughs> Yep. Well, but it it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun, so I'm excited. Of course it's something related to the mcu so i'm gonna be excited anyway but oh, yeah. yes <laughs> just just ignore all the poo pooers yeah they don't know I, I what mean, they're talking about it, yeah well and it's it is exciting to have not one but two disney plus characters move to the big screen yes we had yes. child monica rambo in mm-hmm. cap marvel but that was child <laughs> Monica Rambo. This is an adult Monica. We've only had one division. And then Kamala Khan, who we had in Miss Marvel. So uh, it's it's also very exciting to see. Like, oh, you were on my computer. Now you're going to be in a movie theater. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exciting. There is that. Um, and then. In your feeds, we've got the latest episode of Gold Standard, where we are firmly now it stepped over the line into the 2000s with the 2001 Best Picture winner, A Beautiful Mind. So we get back to back Russell Crowe films. Yay! Yeah. And our third Russell Crowe film overall. Go check that one out. Interesting. interesting The podcast, not necessarily the movie, but if you want to watch the movie, that is up to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, moving on to feedback. Got some feedback from Shalana. Says first, let's do Star Wars news. I'm excited for the Ahsoka TV series. You and me both, sister. I've watched uh-huh. all seasons of Star Wars Rebels. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. I will too. Uh, <laughs> good thing I have until August. Uh, before Ahsoka, I wonder if Bryce Dallas Howard will be directing any episodes for this series. I don't know. I don't know what else Bryce Dallas Howard is doing directing wise in Star Wars outside of. Mandalorian. I mean, she's proved she can do it. I would love they offer her a chance. I would love to see her take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone give that someone give that woman a movie mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe. 
ASAP or at least, you know, put her on retainer so when cross my fingers, cross my toes, Grogu finally gets to move into the motion motion picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll be under her direction. I don't know. The problem is I don't know if I, if my feels could handle uh, a motion picture linked anything with Grogu in it because every time Bryce Dallas Howard directs an episode of The Mandalorian, Grogu is like extra cute. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I could handle it. <laughs> First world problems. Prepare yourself uh, for all the memes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then she asks, also, isn't Skeleton Crew created by the guys who did No Way Home? Kind of. You're sort of correct in that. Um, Skeleton Crew is uh, being done by John Watts and Christopher Ford. Uh, John Watts has uh, directed all of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Um, And then Christopher Ford um, has... uh, is a screenwriter, producer, and actor, and has collaborated with John Watts on Spider-Man Homecoming. So, one is very entrenched with the the, the Spider, Spider-Man movies. The other, maybe not so much, but still. Um, so, yeah. So, you're, you're right kind of right. Uh, so going back to musicals, I forgot to mention one of the cast on the Beetlejuice musical tour used to be the artistic director at the Utah Shakespeare Festival. He also directed really? some of the shows and acted in some of the some of the shows. That's cool. Well, I I do know that uh, the Shakespeare Festival they get a lot of they get a lot of big names, and I think a lot of their Alumni go on to some really big stuff too, so that would not that does not surprise me. Mm-hmm. So kind of a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says also Matilda got a hairspray vibe where it wasn't a musical, then became a stage musical, then got a movie musical on it. Netflix. Yeah. That is true. Although the hairspray musical movie was not a director of Netflix, but I get the point. <laughs> it's actually currently on YouTube, free with ads. Uh, there you <laughs> so. go. Hairspray, not Matilda. Matilda's on Netflix. Um, now let's go to my neighbor, Totoro. I've seen this movie once, and it was with the Fanning Sisters dub version. Uh, she said, plus, I think the late Pat Carroll is better at playing villains than a nice old lady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you only know Pat Carroll's Ursula and then you hear that voice coming out, out of a character that's not a villain, it is it is a little weird. <laughs> my, my I suggest there is a Christmas episode of Garfield from way back when, and Pat Carroll oh, plays yeah. Grandma. You can probably mm. find this at the um, YouTube or, or elsewhere. Oh, it's just, you know, she's talking to, to Garfield at the end and it's very sweet. And he goes about her late husband and and uh, it is like tear-jerking levels of, huh! Mm-hmm. It's, it's, 
And this came out of a Garfield cartoon. From, yeah. <laughs> uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. So, uh, yeah. So if you can't, if, if you if you if you're feeling a little weird hearing Pat Carroll not uh, play a, a not the villain, and I get it, I understand, but uh, go go find that scene because whew, that'll 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 jerk the heartstrings. <laughs> but in a good. Good to know. Uh, see where we uh, so also in the 1993 dub version, May is voiced by Cheryl. Ch- Cheryl, I can read Cheryl Chase, who is the voice of Angelica Pickles in Ro- Rugrats. Yeah, I mean, the, what's the the? You know, we talked about that a little bit, and we've talked about it when talking about the mm-hmm. other Studio Ghibli when they do the dubs. That yeah, um, they like to use a combination of well-known names so they can put those on like the poster and people mm-hmm. be like oh you know whoever must be Michael Keaton or whatever person. yeah <laughs> uh like oh Dakota Fanning um but then um they'll also pull from the school of voice actors uh well-used voice actors so that they know they know what they're getting in the way of talent so yeah there's a there's a, a lot of you know your your tara strong's your mm-hmm. you know your cheryl chases you know yeah your jim cummings yes. you know <laughs> take your take your pick of, of like hey wait a minute i know that voice so yeah. <laughs> Uh, so also when I saw a promo of my neighbor Totoro, um, trying to gather what she's trying to say here. So also when I saw a promo of my neighbor Totoro, I was sad the movie, I think she means didn't show a scene where the girls Totoro on the cat bus are making sounds together. Hold on a second. I know. Yeah. I will pull it up see if I can. I've Translate. seen. Yeah. So I don't know. There are there aren't missing scenes because Miyazaki didn't want anything no. cut. So no, it wouldn't have been cut. I mean, there are some. I mean, there's always some that like. There may have been like um, little like stuff they made just for promotional reasons, though. Yeah, because sometimes you watch trailers and like there'll, there'll be scenes there that don't make it in the movie for whatever reason. Um. Yeah, I think she meant didn't show a scene. Yeah, because yeah, it's like they're 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 the girl like Totoro makes a big rawr sound and the girls do it and they do it back and forth. So I yeah. don't know that it was in the movie. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember it being in the movie, but I don't remember either. I've, I've slept since then, so <laughs> I don't know. I can go back and rewatch yeah. it. Yeah. I've, I've uh, only it, ever seen it once. I mean, there, so. there's, I mean, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of, you know, amazingly cute stuff in there. And sometimes, if you put too much in there, everyone's gonna just die of cute. So that's true. That is, that I, is you true. know, that, that that that's not scientifically proven, but sometimes I think, gosh, you know, it's gotta happen I, sometime. I, again, it's the it's the Grogu problem. You know, yeah, if they make him any cuter, I might just die. So. 
Uh, so, uh, so plus in the 2005 dub version, they had other famous voice actors, like we were saying, uh, Tess McNeil, Rusty Taylor. Yeah, they they use. Yeah. So you know, they, they know it, what they're doing when they're like, okay, time to make this American. Uh, <laughs> they they have they have their database of of voice actors. Uh, yeah, they call up and say, hey, come help us out. You want a paycheck? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, nowadays they don't even necessarily need to be like, "Hey, come over here. You want to earn a paycheck?" I'd be like, "Hey, can you find some place to record? Here's a script. <laughs> Here's some lines. Fire up your your recording software on your computer, and then upload yep. it to Dropbox or whatever, mm -hmm. and we'll we'll get it in there." Mm hmm. Checks in the mail. Although, yeah. Although I will say, with anime, when you're dubbing, you do have to make sure that your that your voice your, what you're saying matches the the lip movements. Otherwise, it you know it just looks like yeah. a poorly dubbed. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you all know the you all know the what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. Yep. So there is an extra layer yeah. of that. To it, we, it, the, you know, it's the, the it's the it's the cliche that you see get made fun of with Japanese movie, especially like the the like the B level like monster movies, or you see them like make fun mm -hmm. of. I'm like Saturday Night Live or whatever, where it'll yeah. be like, you know, the mouth is moving really, really fast, about about you know, just mm -hmm. doing a million miles a minute, and then you hear the the dub voice go, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> yeah." Obviously, said like, way more than that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, whose line is it anyway? Had a had a. Oh yeah, they do that a lot too. They, they did that where the where where. The people on stage would just move their mouths, and the people off stage would just make up stuff. And oh yeah. So, anyway. Yep. There we go. Uh, I said, uh, "Says I, but I, I did love my neighbor Totoro. It was cute. I love little girls in Totoro. It's fun to see Totoro's cameo in Toy Story Three. Yep. Uh, speaking of Toy Story Three, I forgot Michael Keaton was in the first Cars. Keaton." But also, there's a Simpson episode where it shows all the Simpson characters living in a Studio Ghibli film. I saw this before Disney bought Fox, and I thought Disney owned Studio Ghibli. Or stu no. I thought Disney did own Studio Ghibli. But not anymore. No, I don't think they ever owned them. They just no, owned they, the distribution. They own the distribution rights right in North America. Right. Um, I think it's not the same as that, owning the actual studio. <laughs> no, no. I think I think the suggestion that, that that Disney would own Studio Ghibli would probably give Miyazaki a heart attack. So please probably. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they've uh, there's yeah. yeah I, we've we've did, yeah. I think tried tried to di you know, discuss this before when contemplating you know releases for for other things and how things is you know, especially now we're getting more mm -hmm. of these streaming services and it's just like yeah there's it's like follow the right own, owner oh, yeah right. i would say ownership means it's not a one-all be-all yeah i mean i know these days you know, so disney disney buys everything that isn't nailed down but they don't own studio ghibli yeah they just they just own the north american distribution rights of the movies that they dub. <laughs> and then HBO, well now it's Max, but 
Uh, yeah. Warner Brothers has the streaming rights. So again, it's it's complicated. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sure there are many like uh, YouTube videos or something that could map it out for you. And probably I refer you to them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is that is not a rabbit hole that I have the bandwidth to go down. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a corporate lawyer. I don't need to know these things. So. Mm -hmm. Tell me where it's streaming, or how I feel, how how I may own the Blu-ray, DVD, whatever copy of this, and I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, but that is the end of Shalane's feedback. Thank you for your feedback and your questions. Hopefully, we answered them so that the clear as mud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or at least refer to you to somewhere you can find. Yes. Well, all right. Yeah. Moving on to this week's main topic. And if Alex was just a little older, uh, <laughs> we'd get him on here, but not yeah, we could get him on here as a, as a, as a, uh, voice of the the newer generation of fans but mm -hmm. he was not quite there yet. Long enough. yeah <laughs> but i will i will i will try i will do my best to yes <laughs> that's what what i what i observe and you know i well yeah, yeah. i i i'm okay. considering this but, franchise oh, okay. as we know it mm -hmm. is now 40 years old um, if you don't count the OG Donkey Kong video game where he was right. originally referred to yeah. as Jumpman, although he did he did eventually get the name Mario while Donkey Kong was the only game uh, yeah. with some of the promotional materials he was referred to as as Mario. Um, mm. But the Mario Brothers franchise that we know and love is. 40 years old because the first Mario Brothers game came out in 1983. <laughs> Same year I was born. Yes. And it was so. a very, very simple just jump and grab the bad guys sort of thing. Right. It wasn't like the whole Mushroom Kingdom save the princess. I mean, if you think you think the very first, you know, Super Mario Brothers for the NES in 85, you thought that plot was thin on the ground? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that first, yeah. That left first little one, whew. Yeah, that one is cause... that one's very much it. Now, now it'd just be a mobile game. Yeah, with yeah. Jumpman, does that kind of deal with like you had to paint certain sections? Because I kind of vaguely remember. No, with the, the the Donkey Kong, it was the the like the it looked like scaffolding, and the Donkey Kong was at the top throwing the right. barrels, and you had yeah. to climb. And there were other stuff that would get thrown too, like banana peels and random right. household objects. Um, it's. I mean, if you've seen Wreck It Ralph, it's yeah. basically it, it, it. Fix It Felix is very much an homage to, to that. Right. For the life of me, there's one game that I can't remember if it's Nintendo based, but it almost looks similar to Mario. But instead, there were certain sections where you had this paint roller, and then there'd be these striped lines like blue and red and all that. So I'm. That is possible. I can't, I say that, may, that game. Uh, yeah. Say maybe an older or a uh, well newer. Oh, there now there are now 
back in the day there were because yeah. video games were like the hot new thing it's kind of like when when apps became well they still kind of are but like everybody mm-hmm. had to make an app and put it up so everybody had to make a video game and there were a lot of knockoffs and a lot of um you know a lot of a lot of copycats that weren't weren't very good and in fact the video game industry in the early 80s actually kind of crashed a little bit in in the very very early 80s this is before um the big super mario brothers release happened um i mean video games were doing well in japan uh but but coming over here it was like everybody oh i gotta make 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 video games i gotta make something this is where we get the whole you know et video game that really wasn't had anything to do with the movie but you had to make one so that you could get that out for christmas and it was crap and Yes, but it did not kill video games. It was it was definitely a straw on the camel's back, but yes, (laughs) yeah. So that you can't blame it all on ET. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that was when that that ET happened in the midst of all that. ET just happens to be one of the more infamous ones. Yes. Um, So if you look up, and I know I know we have a link to one of his videos in the in the uh, in the show notes, but the gaming historian on YouTube. Mm -hmm. done a lot of uh, deep dives on different aspects of, of the history of video gaming and, yes. and just you know certain touch touch points and, and all that. And it's actually really fascinating and he, he does a really good job. So we do have one we're gonna link, but I would I would highly recommend his whole channel if you have yeah. a weekend or so to waste because it's like yeah. excellent. Yeah. And, and, he knows it, it, yeah. and, and the thing is holly is you may be thinking of a knockoff or you could be thinking of a mario game because uh you know at least according to wikipedia so uh, as of <laughs> you know the when the wikipedia page was last updated uh by someone there have been 256 mario related video games okay so I, I might i might not so, dream in it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might not be having the Mandela effect. It's just point pinpointing the exact one you may be thinking of might be a little hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. They weren't like really they weren't really good with titling back then. Yeah, no, I mean no, this... there are over twenty games just with the Super Mario Brother title. Yeah. Because they keep coming out with new consoles, so every new console has to have at least one Super Mario game, if not right. multiple. And you know, now we're on to I don't know what generation we're on. I've lost I kinda I kinda fell off the wagon because um well after the, the SNES because my parents weren't gonna buy us new they, they called them all all Nintendos. We're yeah. Buy us new Nintendos every time a new one came out. So Yeah. I I so, I well we'll we'll talk about the, the new movie here yeah, in, the, in a little bit, but yeah. the, I've no, a number of the references and Easter eggs were lost on me because I'm pretty sure either Super Mario Brothers three or what was subtitled Super Mario Brothers four, which was really Super Mario World, was probably the last Super Mario game I ever played, and that was in the yeah. early nineties. So there's a lot of characters and enemies and power-ups and stuff that are lost on me because there's been way more released since that i mean the super mario brothers franchise you know specifically has kind of paused in the last couple of years because they're, they're releasing yeah 
five bazillion other things that also have Mario yeah, well, and or Luigi what, in them. <laughs> but yeah, what happened a lot of the time? Well, for the Wii U especially. Um, that console wasn't as popular as they had hoped, but there were actually some very good games, which kind of it, it makes sense if you tilt your head and squint a little bit. Um, yeah. But like Super Mario 3D World, that was originally a Wii U um, game, but now it's onto the Switch. And mm-hmm. there was, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other ones that I'm, it's Mario Kart 8 is now Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch, which is a one we've been playing and loving the crap out of. Um, because Mario Kart, because I, I had friends, like, I knew of the characters somewhat, because I had friends who had those other consoles, and we would play, we'd always play Mario Kart or Mario Party, so I'm like, oh, these are new characters, oh, here's a, here's a bunch of other princesses that they've introduced, and Donkey mm-hmm. Kong is involved, and the Toads are playable, and Wario and Waluigi and all these other things, so it just kind of snowballs from there, and then they've sort of, in a sense, brought Sonic into the fold a little bit, because there is the, um, like, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics series, so every time there's an Olympics, you can get a video game and where they have all these characters competing in Olympic events wherever, you know, you know wherever the, the Olympics are being held that particular mm-hmm. Olympic year, which Kind of insane. So yeah, anything they could they could stick Mario in, they did it. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that these were like cheap. Not like they didn't care so much. It's more like, you know, let's do, you know, let's try this out and see where it goes. And people love Mario. Yeah, and then we didn't even get into Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. that's just, you know, Mario obviously is the 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 face of the franchise but i mean luigi has been there since the proper mario began you know as soon as we got that first game luigi was uh, was there and i guess at least as far as the the early video games are concerned mario and luigi are actually fraternal twins so they're the same age yeah (laughs) but even in even in the like the 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 original entertainment system Luigi is, he is still, his little sprite is still slightly taller than Mario, if you you look at it, which I always found intriguing, and this will sound weird because a lot of people are like, oh no, Luigi, he just, you know, I'll make my little brother play him. No, I love Luigi. I always have. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why, because in the early games, they're functionally the same, well, other than Super Mario Brothers 2, um, but, uh, but. But it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just because he's sort of the sidekick, and I like that, and I'm like, I would love to see more Luigi games. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, some more games where Luigi is playable and not just as player two, um, like I can choose between, but maybe that's, maybe that's a, a maybe that's a, a thing for Mario Maker. But, anyway, um, yeah, I know. I'm all over the place because I'm like, <laughs> do yeah, and, and like yeah, like we've all. I've been watching so many videos and looking up so many posts and looking up so many things just because. Yeah. Cause, yeah, we went and saw. Well, the I movie, had, but I'm also I had back. I had back to back today. I watched. The, I watched the '93 movie and then went and watched the the new movie. So, <laughs> both are ah, very so fresh. You're you're really <laughs> on the high now. 
And yeah. also, like, Alex has been like, I want to watch a Mario game, and he'll pick out, like, we, we've been watching a lot of Luigi's Mansion lately, um, a lot of Mario Odyssey, which is, I think, the, the, the newest, actually, brand new one. Um, and, and we have 3D Land, which is so fun, because you get to play the cat. <laughs> and you oh, nice. Get, I mean, you I'm a cat! Yeah. I know, I know. Kitty so has claws. time that Mario's had a costume that gave him special abilities. Oh. Right. I know. It's like trying to pick my favorite. I'm like Tanuki or the cat. I'm not sure. <laughs> the Tanuki's just cute. Mm-hmm. And you can for for whatever reason and I, I I think I played Super Mario World for the SNES the most, but I still cannot get the cape to work the way it's supposed to. Like I oh, can like yeah. fly and then boom but I cannot do the and like control it so you can float through the whole level. I can't do that. And it, that's it took. Game. Yeah, I don't think I ever got. I don't think I ever got. I don't think I ever I got the cape. I came close, but it it took some finesse with the button pushing and the moving of the controller at the same time. Yeah. To get yeah, it to work. I, yeah. It's it's yeah. tricky. I, I do better as long as I have Yoshi. Yes. Yeah. You gotta, that you well, then you had to be careful so you didn't. Yoshi didn't get hit, so he had to lose him and go chase him down. I know. It's like, I know. get back here. So, mm-hmm. so I, I have to tell you a funny story. So when we were growing up, somehow we started calling him Yoshi Baby. Just Yoshi Baby. We found him. <laughs> and then when I was playing, I would you know, I was playing Super Mario World with my kids, and they were saying, "I'm like, look, that's Yoshi." And I go, "Yoshi Baby." So now they think his name is Yoshi Baby. Aww. That's, that's what I call him, and I'm like. I'm not correcting them. No. Because <laughs> I'm like... I mean, considering Yoshi was supposed to be a placeholder name. Yes. Where the character was created and they were going to give him a proper name, but then the name just got stuck. It's stuck. <laughs> so. Which, you know, can you can you imagine any other name for that, no. little, for that little, well, green dinosaur? But then there's also other colors in Yoshi. So. Yeah. The, that little precious OG Yoshi is green though, so yes. And that so it's like his name and is his species. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all of all Yoshis. Yeah. Um, yes. Our, our dinosaur shaped cinnamon roll. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, yes. he's so he's so important to the franchise that it's like even the even the extremely shitty ninety three movie as. Yes. Disconnected mm-hmm. as it is from the source material, still managed to put Yoshi in there in, in, yes. in, in some yes. version. So yes. like, like, someone, you know, they even realized that having Yoshi in there was important. Yes. Now, the funny <laughs> thing about Yoshi is that he came about because I can't remember if it was Shigeru Miyamoto, who's the creator of Mario, or if it was somebody else on the design team that really wanted Mario to ride a dinosaur. I think but it was, uh, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was another designer. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Miyamoto. Okay. Um, so, but, but the, the, the NES didn't have the capability of, of putting that in the game. When yeah. the Super Nintendo, the SNES came, came about, 
that had the power to do it. So like, yep, we're giving him a dinosaur. And so they mm-hmm. did. And, and, you know, so, so Super Mario World, let's see, it came out in 90. Mm-hmm. Cause it got pushed back. The movie, yeah. The movie came out in 93. Yep. So when I saw the promos for the movie and it's like Super Mario Brothers and they're like, and they, you know, they show the, uh, Daisy with Yoshi. I'm like, I need to see this movie because they have Yoshi and my mom would not let me see that movie because she said it was too scary. She already let me see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in theaters, which I loved. I was not scared of that. Which I had no idea what she was talking about. I, yeah, but I, I didn't get to see that movie until years later when it was yeah. on TV. I would, I would say that the the 93 movie, as far as like the, the, like the scare level, is probably on, on the same level as like Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. as far as like how scary like the creatures and stuff are, because mm-hmm. I mean yeah, it's I a mean, lot it's... of dinosaurs. You know, it's supposed to be this yeah. this whole sec, you know alternate dimension yeah. world well, that's connected also... to ours where dinosaurs didn't die when the meteor hit. So yeah, well, and it's also you know kind of cyberpunk. I mean, I don't know if we called it cyberpunk back then. I know, yeah. you know Blade Runner was definitely a popular thing, so they were yeah. kind of ripping off of that. I, I mean, in fact, that's, we're kind of bouncing around here, so maybe we should talk about the 93 movie a little bit. <laughs> rip, rip off um, the band-aid. Rip, rip, yes. off, rip, rip that off. So, this is my thing about the movie, is, like I said, the the games don't really have a plot, up until up until you get to Super Mario World. It is, right. you know, Bowser's kidnapped the princess, and Mario's gotta go save her. And then there's all these, you know, and it's, it's about playing the game, platforming, and all that stuff. So, video games, just didn't really have that much of a story. I mean, the characters didn't really have a backstory either. So, like, they're doing this movie, and you think, okay, you know, it, it, it's very much a product of Hollywood at the time, because they're like, what's popular? So we do, we're going to do cyberpunk. We're going to have these guys that are, we're going to call them Mario and Luigi. We're going to have mushrooms. There's going to be a princess, but her name is Daisy. But Daisy did exist. I um, can't remember, was it Super Mario Land? It was like for the Game Boy. Uh, and she still exists. Think so. yeah. yeah, but but she but she existed, so it's not like they just made her up for the movie. Um, and then Koopas and Goombas and Toad and then Big Bertha. <laughs> and like all these things, they were like, okay, we're just going to do our own thing and just call it that. Oh, but they do at least, you know, have the color coat, like the jumpsuit. So Mario gets red and Luigi gets green and they're plumbers. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now we're just going to make But they're definitely, thing. they're definitely not twins. <laughs> no, no, absolutely Fraternal not. or otherwise. There's a significant no. age difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of that, some of that backstory was kind of like, okay, that's weird. But I do know where they get the dinosaur land stuff because that was from Super Mario World, which was yep. to that point, the most recent game. So like, okay, I'll give you that one. Um, so then I watched this movie and I'm like, I don't know where you get all this, but it's kind of, it's stupid fun. I think if it wasn't branded as, as a Mario Brothers movie, it probably would have been entertaining, but because, because Hollywood is the way they are, they have to slap an IP onto it mm-hmm. so that that'll get people to come to the movie. But also, I don't think that this movie was strictly for children. Oh no! Because <laughs> there no. were probably a lot. Of, they like, they, I didn't they wanted it when I was. They wanted it 
to to cater to more the the adult. The, okay, so the thing with this movie is, first of all, you had a husband and wife directing who had never directed a Hollywood movie in their life, who apparently one. were extreme control freaks, but then wouldn't speak to each other about what they wanted to do as far as directing is concerned and they get to set and they'd just be like fighting with each other about what they were about what they were going to do because both wanted to do what they wanted to do it would not give <laughs> oh when you hear interviews with the with the actors who are in this movie talking about this you feel so bad for them it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's a there's a there's a there's a uh a quote that I can't even read with Bob Hoskins from 2011. Oh, that he sure. drops. He has so many f bombs in it. Quite a few <laughs> colorful metaphors. That my uh, my favorite my favorite was a uh, Dennis Hopper went on to one of the late night shows. Um, yep. This was like years yeah. later, and was talking about it, and like like his son had watched the movie. And he was like, "Dad, why did you like? Why did you do that?" And I was like, "And he was like, well, I needed the work. I needed the paycheck. You know, I, I'm your dad. I provide for you. You needed shoes." And the kid's like, "There's like a beat," and then he stops. He says, "I didn't need shoes that bad." Yeah. <laughs> like, dad, I'm sorry. You felt like you had to do this movie for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently Bob but, Hoskins didn't even realize that the movie was based on a video game. Oh, you're kidding! Until yeah, his but, son. Yeah. Took him and showed him the the game that he that he owned it, you know, yeah. Like dragged him to you know he's like, come on, Dad, come here, and he showed him like the game, it yeah you know, with his own NES. <laughs> and his dad is like, man, why didn't we do that? <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know for sure. So but, yeah, but yeah, I mean, is, mo pretty much all of the people that worked on this movie, it, it yeah, after the fact are like, this is this was the most miserable production that i'd ever been dennis hopper's yeah. only supposed to be there for five weeks he ended up being there for 17 Ouch. they were constantly doing rewrites that they would just ignore which actually isn't that weird because <laughs> they did that more of the rings too uh <laughs> i forget who it was i don't know it's john reese davies or uh ian mckellen it's like yeah i've got like a box just full of rewrites that i never even looked at because i just knew another one would be coming right behind <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean it's, so, it's like when you when you're trying to work in that atmosphere it's like no wonder this movie was kind of i, I mean okay if you're looking for something to kind of turn your brain off and just you, you understand this has nothing to do with with the games and it's not a very good movie but you know it's, it's there's there's some action scenes that are kind of interesting and some character moments that are okay um but i mean if you don't expect too much from it it's fine but it's just the fact that it was it, it's it it touted itself as being based on the game, and mm -hmm. this is like at the time one of the most popular video games. It's like, dude, 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 dude. <laughs> and, and they and, and the thing is, they missed a lot of opportunities. Yeah. To like throw little Easter eggs and nods in there, like when mm -hmm. you start the movie. Uh, or at least on the DVD, <laughs> you get the classic Mario theme tune. Yeah, and then you never hear it anywhere in the movies. So I mean, there's some spots where the music is just like 
what what is this crap music that you do? Why aren't you using the video game music here? Mm-hmm. It would make yeah. way more sense. Even even <laughs> back then, there were some there were some some there were some bangers from the video mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, with, with Super Mario World, yeah, because of the upgrade to you know 16 bits, mm-hmm. they were able to do way more music. Oh yeah. yeah. So like that's why we got like some like reggae island type music. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's yeah. like yeah, like you they could have easily <laughs> taken the music that we know. And love and adjusted it to fit the film. Instead, there's just this weird generic that kind of sounds like it could be video game music, but it's, it's not very generic Mario sounding. And it's like, why are you, music. why are you not using the theme song? Why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of give them a pass because video games were still very early days, and this. And there's and, and there's been a lot of really great video game uh, soundtracks that have oh out yeah in that since, since then <clears throat> Donkey Kong Country two <clears throat> oh god one of my favorites but we'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another time but um yeah, yeah it's kind of like you have which I appreciate about the new one is like they took all the lessons that they learned of making the live action movie and what they did wrong mm-hmm. well Nintendo did probably. First of all, Nintendo was actually more involved, and they're like, "Okay, we are we are going to do the exact opposite." So it's like what they were doing. Kind of. How I think about it. Kind of. Well, and it's like this is what they there, were there, doing. There, there's, there are several bits in in the in the the new cartoon where, in my mind, it's an homage to the '93 movie. That it, they're is, they're making references. Yeah, which is fine because it's like. It's it's just a reference. It's a thing we did. And, and it's, it's part of our history. That it that yeah. it's you know it's there. It's sort of the redheaded stepchild. But you know there 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 were a few things and and there are people who you know I'm sure there are people who genuinely like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know them. <laughs> yeah, I just said like it's it's dumb fun. I don't like it. Like, like it. Yeah, I, it didn't I, ruin the franchise at all because I mean yeah. holy crap, over 200 I, video games. Yeah, it I just mean, kind of made Nintendo gun shy about making any more late for later. Well, it also made mm-hmm. just people in general concerned whenever any studio announces, "Hey, we're going to adapt this video game into yeah. a movie." Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so, uh, you know, because like I said, well, back then, like I said, video games did not really have a plot. But then, as you go through like the history of video games, mm-hmm. like. Well, we'll look at The Last of Us, which I haven't played, but like there, but there are people who've said that are like that's almost a movie that you play, and, mm-hmm. which which as uh, which I think is why the 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 adaptation for HBO actually did very well is because it's got a story. Um, yeah. Halo I... has a story, Fallout has a story, and even now, like some Mario and Donkey Kong and and some of those more quote-unquote cartooning games now they have more story like like i i'm like i have watched so many playthroughs of super mario odyssey now and i'm like i love this story make this movie <laughs> this is cute mm-hmm. this will be a fun one for you know whenever you guys get to it or super mario galaxy's got a good a good one super mario 
Uh, 3D Land has got a good one. So, like, some of these newer ones. Heck, even Mario Party, Super Mario Party, they put a story into that one. Mm-hmm. So, so they're kind of getting, they, they, they've come to the point where it's like, we've got the graphic and gameplay, gra- graphics and gameplay down. Now we can tell stories and make it a fun video game. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps, it helps that the newer games are, uh-huh. um, very more towards RPG. So yes. they have to have more of a plot as opposed to yes. it's just a side scroller. Yeah. So and, and they that, have the they have more too. capability to do that. Although there were yeah. some RPG some Mario RPGs in the early days that had some cool stuff too. Yeah. Um but I, I, I look at that movie as sort of a it was an interesting experiment for a for for a uh, an industry that was very much in its infancy and they were still trying to figure out what do we do with this and as far as I mean like there had been movies that had adapted books forever. There had been movies that had adapted musicals. Mm-hmm. Because those those formats, they've been around. And there had been, I don't know what else. But, but yeah, video games still in the early 90s, still a very new thing. So I, I, I don't love the movie, but I do cut it a lot more slack than I think most people are willing to, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of where it was in the in the history of video games yeah and pop culture and having having that 20 years worth of hindsight yes yes absolutely Mm -hmm. and you know like i said it didn't kill the franchise it just actually put on 30 30 years of hindsight sorry 30 years of 30 years of hindsight it's funny because those of us who were kids in the 90s we probably would have responded better to an animated movie like we just got and that right. was where adults... we we had the the cartoon TV series. Yeah, there yes. was a cartoon TV series which I watched. Yeah, which I remember and... fondly. Yes, mm-hmm. that one that one's a lot of fun. There are still some episodes on YouTube. So if you if you're looking to get your Mario Brothers fix and you don't want to watch the live action movie and you've already gone to the theater, uh, pull that up on YouTube and watch watch some of, watch some of those brooklyn accents holy cow yeah and if you can track them down some of the old nintendo powers had some yes. awesome cartoon comic runs of super mario brothers and legend of mm-hmm. zelda that yes. are worth the read if you could track them down yeah those are those are a little trickier because maybe find them like digitally i don't know I'd, yeah i'd have to look into that more um yeah. Because yeah, I can remember can scouring, like, mm-hmm. Toys R Us when I would go in. I'd be searching and digging through the old Nintendo Power. Like, okay, I need this issue. I need that issue. I'm missing that one. I need <laughs> to find out what happened. <laughs> yes. There, yeah, I'm like, I want someone to compile all those comics. Yes. And just be like, here, and just release them. It's like, here, you know, yeah, Nintendo Power isn't happening anymore, but we've still got the comics. Because there were mm-hmm. some fun ones. Right. So, so that, so that was happening. Um, but yeah, so like, I feel like as kids, we would have responded to an animated movie and now as adults, because I mean, okay, like there are parodies uh, and like, I think Saturday Night Live even did this a little bit when Pedro Pascal was Yeah, with the Mario Kart. The Mario Kart thing. So it was like a dark reimagining of Mario, and it's like I yeah. think we should have done that now, where like all of us who were kids back then, now we're grown up, and we've done those more adult versions of of uh, of franchises we knew as kids. But then again, I'm like, 
like I said, I've got my five-year-old who is absolutely in love with Mario. He doesn't play, but he likes to watch. Mm-hmm. And he's got all the plushies. He's dressed up for Mario twice for Halloween, once at Comic-Con, and we just dressed him up for going to the Mario movie. And Lottie, she's always got to dress up as Princess Peach because she's like, she doesn't want to get left out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so my kids love it. My kids eat it up, which is fun because it's like, here, this is something I enjoyed as a kid and it's still going on. I still love it as an adult and I can share it with you guys and you get it and you know what it is. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, I, it's funny. Like I tried to show them the little mermaid, the, the anime, well, you know, the, the, the little mermaid from, from when I was a kid the other day and mm-hmm. they were just not really interested. Alex sat down for the last bit of it, but that's because, you know, Ursula was big and scary and fighting. Um, also, Sebastian was funny for him, <laughs> but Lottie was just like, no, I'm going somewhere else. So <laughs> so for her, it's like, it's not Disney Princess, it's Princess Peach, Princess Daisy, and, and Rosalina, and Toadette. <laughs> like, those yeah. are her, those are the ones she loves, which I'm like, okay, we can go with this. I mean, it's it's not quite what I envisioned, what, quite what I pictured, but she wants to be Princess Peach, and I'm like, I'm cool with that. Especially uh-huh. the way they 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 portrayed her in the in the movie, I thought that was very good. Yeah, very good. a very good characterization of, of that. So it's it's just interesting, like where where my kids fall into this versus like what I was doing at their age. Because um, you know we we didn't have video games when I was five and and everything, but but now I mean they're obviously growing up in a very different time than I am and what is what is interesting for them parallels the things that I was interested in but it's not exactly the the same thing um, but it's it but it all it all feels right is kind of what I'm getting at it doesn't have to be the same and I mm-hmm. and it's kind of getting me more into it because I was into Mario but then I also had Donkey Kong which yeah. uh Donkey Kong Country 2 was, I played that one so much, and I love it. It's, like, just the right amount of Nintendo hard that it's a challenge Uh even now because I've played it so many times. But it's not something that's going to frustrate me because I've done it. And I love the music and all that. That one had Diddy Kong, right? Yes, Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong was was the sidekick, and I was so happy to see them in in the... in the Kong um, scenes, I'm like, ooh, 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 let's 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 get them in the next movie. Can we? Can we? Can we? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, if I they made... do a Donkey Kong spinoff sort of thing. Yeah, I made the bad mistake of playing Donkey Kong Country when I had a sinus infection. Took, oh no! Took my allergy meds and then <laughs> dreamt that I was literally in the game, and in order to move on, I had to conjugate Spanish verbs. And I had Diddy next to me, so if I got it wrong, boom, start over, and it's like, oh. <laughs> now, yeah. I have never had to conjugate Spanish verbs in a dream, but I have dreamed about being in a video game. <laughs> so so I, I had a double whammy. <laughs> or triple yeah, you, whammy, you, if you, you really had it there. You're like, you wake up, and you're like, no more meds right before bed. <laughs> yes, and or, or video games. Right or video games, because it all just, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. It's a thing that happened. 
That's about all that we can. It, it's really funny because at the DVD from the library. Uh-huh. You know how DVDs, you know, they'll put like you know, little things from like reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. All, it's yeah. a, it, uh, all they could put is on the front it says, it's a blast from the Washington Post <laughs> and on the back it says, I'm popping special effects. Well, right. um, I, I, I kind of wonder... I if, mean, you can uh, interpret uh, eye-popping a number of different ways. Yeah, so. I was yeah. like, what did you mean by eye-popping? Like, yeah. I tell you the special or... effects have not held up. <laughs> no, no. I mean, they they did. I mean, the the, the creatures was definitely creature work, so it was yeah. Because a, a lot of those so were, were practical puppets. Effects. Yeah, they were yeah, puppets. The puppets. Even even that. Yoshi was was a, a, yes. a puppet that was capable of like sixty something different moves. Yeah. So, so so at least at least a lot of the creatures were actually there because obviously cg was not really thing back then or if it was it wasn't um well i mean this is the i mean because this is this is 93 and jurassic park was you know the same time jurassic park yeah it was also 93 so so yeah well okay jurassic park is it, it is a special case because that one was the one that was like they weren't okay they they weren't going to get the people working on Jurassic Park to do super well Park. yeah yeah let's say that because these are yeah spit yeah when you've got a a a a, a, a an unknown untested couple directing mm-hmm. versus Steven Spielberg Yes, you will give a Steven lot of people Spielberg... who know what they're doing are going to be like, "I'm going to go with Spielberg, thank you." Uh, they're going to so. Spielberg is going to get all the talent and all the monies. Yeah, these unknowns, not so much. Um, yeah, but yeah, so you know, don't expect too much from this movie if you ever uh, was yeah. a live action movie. If you it's 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 it's, uh, it's one of those where it's like if you you could almost watch it and hate watch it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. So, because it's like it had been ages. So, like, I didn't see it when it came out. I can't tell you how long it's been. It's been a long time since I'd seen it. So, I needed to do a refresh and mm-hmm. watching it with fresh eyes the entire yeah. time. I'm like, what in the actual hell? It is. It but is. But at the right same time, I also have. Track. I also have that that thirty year rearview mirror of. I know mm-hmm. the history of like yeah. cinema and video games and mm-hmm. what they're you know behind the scenes type stuff yeah. and what you know they're capable yeah. of at the at the time period. So, yeah. so I mean, what I think is like video games needed that time to kind of marinate and figure out what they were going to do and for the technology to catch up. But, you know, Hollywood is like, popular thing. Let's go make a movie of that so we can get money. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to criticize someone for wanting to make something, make make money and make something from pop, from a popular IP. I am going to criticize them for not doing it with any kind of care. Like, like if, if they had tried to do a straight up Mario goes to the, to the Mushroom Kingdom, has to save the princess, and, you know, the the you know, effects were janky or, or, you know, something along those lines, I'd have been like, okay, but you 
you tried. You stuck mm-hmm. to the source material. I can forgive that. You didn't even stick to the source material, guys. No. You 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 got it. In a, it snuck in in a few places and it was almost accidental. But you didn't even try that. <laughs> you dungled yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the few and the few good moments, like I said, there are some some neat character moments and and a few other things that are like okay, yeah. But like I said, that's almost accidental. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So so yeah so don't so anyway so there's that movie a live action yeah. movie from way back when yeah and then, thirty years you know, later thirty years later and now and now we've had movies like um, Detective Pikachu which was pretty good and the two Sonic movies which is funny that Sonic got a decent movie before Mario did because there was that whole feud or rivalry, I should say, between Nintendo and Sega back in the day. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. And now they're, and, and I mean, people want to say like, oh, now that Sonic got two success movies, now Nintendo can, can let you do that. Actually, this movie was kind of in production, or was announced at least before Sonic. Um, the Nintendo was very hands-on with this, with the, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie, the one that just came out. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo... Because- in general, they are very, they are very much like um, Disney when it comes to their IP. Yeah, although they, they're a little, they're a little less anal retentive about it. I would say. Yeah. They they let but, uh, they let the creatives do their thing, but then they yeah. also are kind of like, okay, make sure you 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 don't get this wrong, or make sure you, it's more of a collaboration. Um, yeah. I, I would say, especially in the writing and things. Um, yeah. But but they I've, also I've heard like, they think, I've heard they could be yeah. quite anal though when it comes to like um like video game streamers. Yes, that gets that gets tricky. That that does get quite tricky. Yeah. Um, but if if you want if you want if you like if you yeah. if you're like I'm going to start a Twitch channel and I'm going to play Mario games cuz those are my favorite. Yeah, you might want to think twice about that. Yeah, and it and that comes down to um the the copyright laws in Japan being different, and I cannot I cannot for the life of me tell you how they're different, but they're different from right, what yeah. they are here. And yeah. I mean, there are some that that, that do it, like there's the, the let's plays and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, J- uh, Nintendo is still very much based in Japan. They have you know their localization offices like Nintendo of America, Nintendo of Europe, and and etc. Um, but it is still everything goes through the central offices in Japan, which mm-hmm. I think is a in in some ways is a good thing, and in other ways it's not as good. But on the whole, as far as the games go, it's been it's been a positive thing. I mean, it's it's kind of again they've been at this for years, so it's very much a give and take, and also who's in charge. And for a long time, the man who was in charge of Nintendo was very and I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, um, but he was very like like iron grip on on everything. Like just did not budge, and then mm-hmm. he retired uh, due to health reasons. I think he's passed away since then. Um, and now it, there's there's other people in charge that are a little more amenable to to these kinds of things, but they're still very protective of this is this is the story. This is who these characters are, and if you're gonna do this movie you are going to do it, you know, the, you're not going to stray from our canon, so to speak. 
which I appreciated just because I feel, I mean, there, there, there are different ways to do it. There's like, do, how do I explain? I'm trying, I'm trying to, I know what I want to say, but it's like getting it, the words from my brain to my mouth is not helping. I feel like, okay, we'll, 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 we'll use the Disney example since it's kind of the obvious one. Disney with their, with their IP and their, their characters, they're, they're, they, they stick the lawyers on you is the best way I can, and, and it's kind of a little scary when they do it. And Nintendo does the same thing, but they do it in such a way that it's less scary, I guess. I told you, I'm not getting this right. Um, yeah. But it, it it's a little, like, it's more of a, we want our, we want our characters to, we want to be faithful and loyal to our characters, whereas with Disney, it's like, we need to make, we need to make more money. Money, 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 money. Where's my money? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which Nintendo does to a degree, but it's also there's also a, that element of the creativity that is important, which I felt came through in this in this film, in mm-hmm. this movie, because it's by Illumination, which a lot of people are like, oh, they just do cheap money grubbing. <laughs> yeah, that's my best min- my best minion. <laughs> yeah, and, and which you know those do make money because kids love them, but they're also like the parents are just like, I just have to endure this. And, you know, and Despicable Me, those movies are fun, but it's mostly about the minions. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, Illumination is doing Super Mario? What? Like, are, like, what is this? But because Nintendo was so involved, and you got, like, it felt like, it, it felt like you are getting the Mario movie that you thought you were going to get in 93. And it's like, it was a good feeling honestly, sitting in that movie. And I know a lot of people are like, well, where's the plot? Where's the character? Where's the backstory? I'm like... I mean, honestly, at least some of the plot Uh is exactly the same as the live-action movie. You've got Mario... You've got Mario and Luigi. They're they've Uh got a plumbing business together, but they're not being they're not being very successful at it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a big guy that's like Right, they accidentally stumble across the entrance to, you know, the other the other world, the Mushroom Kingdom, and all all the subsequent lands that go with it. And there's a princess. Yep. And, and there's a big she bad is guy. in trouble. She, yeah. I mean, she's not captured, but she is in trouble. Her kingdom is yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So you know, and eventually, the uh. The bad guys end up back in our world, <laughs> so it's like yeah, pretty pretty much. But, I mean, it's but, it's almost yeah, you know, like the major plot beats are almost exactly the same. <laughs> just about yeah. yeah, which, but again, it's the presentation and it's the execution. And I will tell you, the minute I knew I was going to love this movie is at the beginning of the movie when uh they come you know they they they've, they've shown their little commercial they've had their run in with Spike. They get a phone call for a job, and they're running to the job. And Mario is like jumping, and it's it looks like the, it's a whole slide, a scene of a slide scroll, side scroller platformer, and he's jumping and climbing and doing all those things, and, and he looks like he's in the video game. And I, I don't mm-hmm. know, that goes on for like a minute or two, and you know Luigi is like trying to keep up, and he keeps opening the doors for him. But I'm like, this looks just like the game, and I'm like that. 
I mean, some people might think, oh, like that's so so dumb. Like, why did they do that? I'm like, no, no, no. This is this is a sign. This is a sign. They're like, we get it. We know this is based on a game, and mm-hmm. we're okay. And you're okay with that. We're okay with that. Let's get on with the movie. And I'm like, this is gonna. I just had the biggest the biggest grin on my face when I saw that. And then and, and then you know, Mario and Luigi have a really good relationship. They have great chemistry together. And a lot of people have said the same thing. It's like it, you know. This movie's made bank. They're going to make another one. It's like in the next movie, put Mario and Luigi together and have them have, you know, more interaction because they were just so, so good. Like they got the whole brothers. I mean, the franchise is Super Mario Brothers. They're brothers and they care about each other and they're, they got each other's backs and it's so, so cute. I'm like, oh, you guys did such a good job. So more of this, please. Yeah. They and they like reversed the personalities from the live action movie, but it actually yes. fits better because Luigi actually is supposed to be kind of the more timid one. Timid. Yeah, as well, in the live action, that- Mario's the chicken, and Luigi's like, "Don't stress me. I got a feeling about this," you know. Yeah, well, well, Mario in that one, he's like he's a more practical one. It's like, this isn't going to work. And what do you mean the other dimension? And he doesn't believe and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Mar- and Luigi's kind of the, the, the dreamer, like the idealist mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but the Luigi thing in this one, like where he's kind of scared, like that comes a lot from Luigi's mansion, which is about which that series of games is he is, he's basically busting ghosts in a haunted house or a haunted hotel, depending on what game you're playing. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense for him to be scared there. He's also quite heroic in all the other games, so I'm like, maybe don't make that his entire personality if you please. It's like, also, also, I played Mario is Missing, and that one required Luigi to step up and be the hero. And and yeah, that one was more educational, and they didn't always get all the facts straight. But he was brave there, too, so that's okay. Yeah. But, you know, someone, someone who's a gotten sucked into another dimension and your brother goes to the nice cheery mushroom kingdom and you go to you know basically the pits of hell hell yeah yeah and you have no idea where you are and all you have is your flashlight it's like yeah i'd be scared shitless too so that is true yeah so there's some give and take there um yeah but yeah it and it's so. This one was just like this one. You know the fact that it's a cartoon automatically kind of makes it you know a bit more appealing to look at. Yes, but even then, yeah, so. this was just this was just like so entertaining. And like I said, a lot yeah. of the you know the Easter eggs and stuff you know some were lost on me because I don't know the newer games. The older stuff I I do like when um they're uh they're at the the shop uh, or whatever and they see their after they've watched their commercial on TV for the first time and then the guy mm-hmm. is is playing Jumpman uh uh-huh. <laughs> and he's also yeah. dressed like Jumpman right yes. yeah and he even goes woo like Jumpman mm-hmm. um, yeah and he's also voiced by Charles Martinet or Martin yes. yeah so they got they um, got him in the movie. He's there. Yeah. yeah. And like once they come back to their the real world, um, at one point Mario gets 
punched and he goes flying into a restaurant and it's punch out pizza so it's yep. like <laughs> it's like yeah. some of the easter eggs i totally got but mm-hmm. some others were, yeah, I, were, were lost on me so i will say this about the easter eggs because i thought about this because a lot of movies that are based on that are adapted from something else they do the easter eggs and they're like look we did this look we did this you love this right and, you know you've heard the term member berries and it's like that's all that the, that this movie is based on, and there's not anything to it. And people kind of get annoyed because it's like, well, where's the plot? Where's this? But in this movie, some of those things, like especially, I love how they 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 worked in the power ups, like the fire flower and the mushrooms and the star and the tanuki and and the cat, the cat suit. Mm-hmm. And like those are useful to the plot. Those are those mm-hmm. are key elements to the plot. Even the Mario Kart with Rainbow Road. That was cool. I like the minute they landed on Rainbow Road. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, it's like, but that was like somebody's gonna go flying off the edge of this. Yep. This is how this is our shortcut back to the Mushroom Kingdom because we got it. We can't go the way we we came. But so like there are all these things that are from the games, and then they weave them into the story, and they weave them into the plot, and they use it to build the world. So it's not just like, hey, look, you like Rainbow Road, right? Well, here we just threw it in there just for shits and giggles. And, you know, and, and fans, of, when you're a fan of something, you know when you're, when, when, when you're being pandered to and you kind of feel cheap. This one didn't do that. But then there were the Easter eggs, like, you know, there's a, where they go by, there's the toads that are like selling antiques and, and like someone says, like, does it work? And I just got a blow on it. So, so when you have those little background Easter eggs that are there to please the fans, I kind of, I, I'm like, I'm okay with that because you have given me major plot points, at, you know, Easter eggs as major plot points that work into the story. So then you can go and do if if all you if all you had done was the the joke about blowing into the cartridge and you like, ha ha, remember that and been like, yeah, so, um, but now it's funny because. I know that the story is going and it's working for me and it, and you actually, you actually cared enough to, to, to craft uh, a story with these things that I like from the games. So now you can do the funny background, you know, things, yeah. you know, things in the background, which I feel like this movie really got that. And not a lot of movies do, especially, you know, cause we, we have been in the last, at least the last decade, probably more of all these movies of of things that are are things that you grew up with this you love it right because we did it for you ha 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 you like this and well it it was it's fun it's also fun seeing the you could tell like how much care they went into like replicating a world that uh, most a lot of people will recognize yeah Uh, i mean they even got peaches there were there were a couple of the game yeah, there were a couple of times where they were, um, you know, they, we'd get like a, you know, a shot of the land and because um, the Mario World, Super Mario World is now open at Universal mm-hmm. and it looks exactly the same. Like when Mario's yes. um, uh, struggling to figure out which pipe to take. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a there's a there's a section in the new mario theme park you know section that it's like 
it it looks like that it's just a wall of pipes and stuff just popping up and out and going mm-hmm. this way that way and the other and i'm like this is really cool now i want to go to universal and mm-hmm. you know go check out the uh, the, the the new land yeah <laughs> uh, we, we were watching we were watching at, uh, you know kids watch youtube and you know ads pop up all the time there was one for a nintendo land at universal and usually alex is like skip the ad skip the ad but we're looking at that and he's just staring at it like what is this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. and a trip. Ooh, mama. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so it's just the world building's great. Um, they the script. I mean, yeah, there's not much plot, but the early games there really wasn't much plot to begin with, and we are mm-hmm. starting at square one with an origin yeah. story. So I mean, and, and, and I love how I love how meta they get sometimes, where like yes. when mm-hmm. Mario and Toad get to the. Uh, the the castle and they're like oh the princess is not here she's trying another castle yes so even things yeah. like that like like that could have just been a cheap joke but it's actually kind of funny because the guards are actually doing their job they're like yeah. we're, not, we're not letting you in right and, yeah and then toad you think he's gonna fight him and no he just cooked some breakfast which apparently he did in one of one of the rpgs if memory serves so, let's but, can we talk yeah. about the music for a minute oh mm-hmm. so the music it's like i i envy brian taylor well first off i can't write music but if i could i would have or brian tyler isn't sorry i misread so I've, got, I've got the soundtrack here because like it's like he he got he, he got permission to just open open the catalog of Super Mario Brothers greatest hits and say go nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And oh my goodness. He did fantastic. Not, if you have not bought the soundtrack, I highly I, recommend it. I, it I is, broke down and bought it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I just, you know. I I, like, I, I previewed cool. it on Spotify and I'm just uh-huh. like, well, I was sitting and waiting for the movie to start, you know, because mm-hmm. some of the ads were just mm, like, okay. Purchase, yes, please. <laughs> yes, and not just because uh, you know Jack Black and Bowser sing peaches, which I no, thought my was funny. God, Jack Black! Oh, that, especially that, that, the singing bits. He yes. just oh. stole the show. The show, yes, absolutely. And, like, oh my God, and the so actor, funny. and the actor who played Kamek. Holy oh, yeah. crap. I mean, I had to look because he almost sounded like um, Paul Schaefer mm-hmm. from David Letterman. Because yeah. Paul Schaefer was kind of his music guy. And just the way he was acting, it was almost like he was channeling Paul Schaefer a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, no, like all awesome. of those, all of those those riffs like all those things like we were saying before with the live action movies like why didn't you do that they did it here mm-hmm. and here's the point now i thought when i was watching the movie you know there's that bit where they get to the kong's jungle kingdom and and swanky kong is taking them to to meet the king and uh-huh. they play take on me i thought that was hilarious i laughed yes, i loved thing. it i loved it then i got home and was looking up the the soundtrack and there uh-huh. is a track called driving me bananas and I and I said that my one of my favorite soundtracks of you know, video game soundtracks of all time 
is is Donkey Kong Country 2. I also like Donkey Kong Country. I like I like have all the Donkey Kong soundtracks on my phone because Dave Wise is a master. He is so so good. Anyway, they had a chance to put to put the theme from Donkey Kong Country in this movie and they replaced it with Take On Me, which I liked and I laughed about, but I wish they'd have done Driving Me Bananas instead because that one is like this is Donkey Kong. This is it. And I just was like, I almost wanted to cry. Cause I'm like, whose decision was that? <laughs> Even though I thought it was funny at the time, but I'm like, I'm a little torn because I like them both. But yeah. Oh my gosh. This, all of this was so, so fun. Mm-hmm. And there's also a track called Blue Shelled because mm-hmm. of course there is. Uh huh. Just, Oh, I cannot say enough about the music, and it will probably never win any awards, but, oh, it, it, it stole my heart. It was yeah. so good, and Brian Tyler just deserves all the, all the things. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, a, it's you know, based on what Koji Kondo came up with, mm-hmm. but, he, but he put it together for the movie, so everybody, everybody gets, gets superstars yeah. for this, because it is so much fun. So the music's great. Download the soundtrack if you haven't already, because it's worth having. I've listened to it several times now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Makes me happy. Yeah, when he when I guess when when Bowser started singing the first time, and his little <laughs> his little wizard guy, you know, comes up. And he's like, "Jam with me," and he starts playing the the Bowser like <laughs> castle thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, yeah. I love it. I know. It's like when they first announced it and they've announced the cast, and people are like, Chris Pratt, and you know, all these other people are like, Why You know, there were several times where I kind of forgot it was Chris Pratt. Yeah. Because it doesn't, he doesn't sound like Chris Pratt, but he's, and no. he, he's, and he's not, and they don't do the weird. Italian accent, except they're at the beginning when they're talking about their commercial, and they and even go meta about it. Like, yeah, they even, too much. They, they even, you know? Yeah, they even make fun of themselves doing that, and it's kind of like, okay, yeah, we know you people are, you know, people are going to complain about it, so we're going to put this joke here at the beginning, and and we're going to make it okay, and it'll be fine. But yeah, like, I mean, if if Chris Pratt, I think if if Chris Pratt had not gotten the Star-Lord role, and he uh, kind of became, like, a voice actor. Yeah. I'd be fine. He's really good at, at the voice acting thing. So, you know, everybody was like, why is he voicing all these characters? He's actually pretty good at it. So, mm-hmm. I don't see a problem, personally. Yeah. Um, no. But, yeah, like, Charlie Day did really well. Jack Black was amazing as Bowser. I yes. Mean, it, you, you kind of think, like, well, these things actually work, and it just, it, you know, uh, on Anya Taylor Joy, she was she was yeah. well, oh, Jack yeah. Buck has also proven himself with voice acting that is Kung true. Fu Panda. That is so true. Kung yeah, Panda, yeah. But at the same time, it's like he's doing Bowser, so yeah. You have this, but 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 he did the the right balance of growly and also kind of charismatic. And you know where he's where he's got this this super duper crush on Peach. He's like maybe she'll yeah. like me if I steal the star and she'll marry me. I'm like. Okay, you know, you know, you kind of wonder like, why is he like constantly kidnapping the princess? Well, that's a pretty good explanation as to why. 
mm-hmm. not the best way of going about impressing the girl you like. Nope. Not, like not, not the best courtship ritual. I mean, I don't no, think that's no. in court, Courtship 101 in the handbook. Maybe it is in Koopa Land, but uh, everywhere else. Kidnapping, bad idea. Yeah, don't don't do that. And, and yeah, so but but he he was fun. He was so much fun. And uh, and was it Keegan Michael Key who did Toad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about that, but I liked it. I I, I again, it's like. We're gonna wait till we see the movie and see how the voice how, how the voice acting holds up. And yeah, a lot of these are celebrity quote unquote celebrity voice actors, but I feel like act like you know if if uh, it, like it, again like, it, it it it's kind of like what we were talking about with Studio Ghibli, where it's a combination mm-hmm. of voice actors and mm-hmm. some recognizable names. Like I mean, yeah. if you're big enough fan, you know Charles Martinet. But oh, yeah. he is a mm-hmm. he is a voice actor. I mean that's that's yeah. that's his that's his job. So when we when we met him at at Fan X, obviously we oh John DiMaggio. He's another you know established voice actor. So yeah, like we we, we met Charles Martin at, at Fan X, and it was there because he's the guy who voices Mario and all. Well, also voices Luigi and a bunch of other characters in the games, but that's why we went to see him and and. He he owns it and he does great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really I, I mean I was glad that they got him for the for the movie for these other parts. So so that worked out. But again, like and yeah, Chris Pratt like he did that little. There was a little bit of Italian Mario accent in his performance. It was like it was kind of, it was it it blended with his own natural voice well enough. And it's like this is Mario. This is the movie version of Mario. We have mm-hmm. video game Mario, which works for the video game, and then we have a, a movie Mario, and I like it. And you know, with as well as this movie's doing, and Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the third one's coming out. That's probably gonna be the last one. Mm-hmm. I I find Chris Pratt doing the voice of Mario as far as the movies are movies go. And if all of the yeah. movie, if, if whatever if the movies that come out, the other, and if they, if they like expand it like Donkey Kong and I've heard a lot of people wanting Legend of Zelda, which sure. Um, if Nintendo branches out to some other this. Um Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. As long as Nintendo was involved to the degree they were involved with this one, because you cause I, I think you do need <laughs> that steadying hand of yeah, no, you're not you're not gonna do that. Like don't do that, don't do that. But this is okay. Then I think I I think they've got a really good collaborative relationship here. It's, whew, it was amazing. I loved it, mm-hmm. and the 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 critics are just they're just salty that that something they finally like this got is it going right. Well. This, yeah, yeah the, the, the video game adaptations <clears throat> can happen and can do well. Now, will now now I still you know want to see how they do in the future. I don't want to say oh they're all going to be amazing. I'm saying this one is yeah. going to be fun and crowd pleasers. So. Yeah. Bring it on. I mean, like you said, Illumination, they've, you know, they've been very successful even with the, mm-hmm. um, with the, all the Despicable Me stuff, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I think after a while, uh, you know, the, the 
more recognizable names start getting replaced. <laughs> yeah. Um, After a while, they're kind of like, I want to go do something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but Although if I did, if I did the universe one... there, you can, you can, you can spread out. Is it Illumination that's also did the Hotel Transylvania? No, that was Sony. Oh, okay. Oh, Sony. It's like because they're they're kind of doing the same thing where the the franchise is still going, yeah. but the the rec- the big names are being replaced yeah. by people who can sound like them. So yeah, so, yeah. Like, I, I, I could see, yeah. like, see them, you know, maybe doing one or two more Mario and Luigi specific, especially now that mm-hmm. you know Mario and Luigi are apparently living in the Mushroom Kingdom, which I thought was so fun. Um. And then they they did tease Yoshi in the the credit scene there with the the hashing egg, which yay, Um, yay! So you know they could get they could give us a couple more and then start doing spinoff kind of like they did with the minions. Where yeah, I mean, like we said, Luigi wasn't really in this one very much, so I would totally see them doing a Luigi's Mansion movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one could happen. Uh, you know, if you get Yoshi, Yoshi's Island was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love a Donkey Kong movie, although I, I will say my one and only complaint about the voice acting, Seth Rogen was just phoning it in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, he was, he was, there was enough good that surrounded him that it didn't take away from the movie. But if there was a movie that was just Donkey Kong and he had to carry it, I don't think it would go very well. They would have to... For this version of Donkey Kong, with his characterization where he is kind of just like this stuck up, thinks he's all that type, yeah. Then Seth Rogen's perfect for that. But yeah, yeah, if they if they if they wanted to have any sort of like character development, which they kind of did give him after Mario yeah. saved his life from from drowning. Yeah. But if they're gonna if if Donkey Kong's gonna continue to be like this crazy like you know late teens early 20s frat boy arrested development type character then yeah, yeah seth rogan keep doing it but if they want to have the character to develop any personality yeah. wise then yeah no seth rogan can't continue to be the voice no i mean and, and you could make you, they could totally do a good story like oh you know he's just this kind of lazy bum who just has everything handed to him and then the the kremlings come in steal the bananas and he's got to go save them and you know, then he then he has to take actually take on responsibility and do something with mm-hmm. himself. That there, there because there there is a story there. There 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 is. Um, I just it's like you just it, he's he's got the, the voice acting has to be better if yeah. if he's gonna take carry his own movie. And then yeah. of course, people have been clamoring for a Legend of Zelda movie. I don't know for, for I don't know how long. And so you know, let's. Let's open this up and see what see what happens. But I I feel like I feel like they're they've got a very good start. And yes. let's mm-hmm. not squander this, please. No. Yeah. Now for the yeah. Zelda, would you rather see live action or would you rather see animated? I would rather see animated, just because. Um. Between. Between the Disney live action movies and Marvel, and DC, and just, like, all these very CG-heavy live-action things, plus, you know, Game of Thrones, and some, some of these other 
um, live action fantasy things. I think it would work better in animation just because it would have the look for it mm-hmm. and it would be easier to do like magic and the creatures and things like that. Um, yeah. I, 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 yeah, it's like, just, just do it in animation and don't try to make it something that it's not. And, and I know, I know there's this kind of this pushback because animation is so expensive and some, but if you do it well, I think you're good. You're, you're totally going to make your money back. I even think, because there's been people I've talked to, like, oh, I took my mom or I took my grandma or whatever to this Mario movie. So maybe someone who doesn't necessarily know everything about it. But but even even people who don't really know what the Easter eggs are or anything, there's enough there that they can understand it and have a good time. It's, it's kind of mm-hmm. what I've been hearing from people who, like, oh, you know, I went with this this person or this person who doesn't never played the games doesn't really know the lore or anything but they still got it and they still had had fun so I think even the quote unquote normies would enjoy it so yeah 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 I would consider myself more nor you know yeah normie Mm -hmm. you know slight slightly above normie maybe yeah well you know. I think enough people know the basics. So it's like Mario and Luigi, their brothers, they save a princess and mushrooms are involved. And there's mm-hmm. Bowser. There's a there's mm-hmm. a big spiky guy who, who causes problems. I think and, and you know, you probably you probably know the look of it. And that that's another that's another point in favor of doing animation. Like if you know the look of the game and the look of the characters, you can do that easier in animation than you can do in live action. So like even like general movie going audiences are like, oh, I get this. This is from this game that I saw, you know, on a shelf in Walmart or something like that. Um so oh yeah. Also I'm just a sucker for good animation. <laughs> and yeah. Like, come on, let's do this. Oh. Anyway. But yeah, I just and we walked out of the theater Lottie didn't do quite as well sitting through it, but then again, she's three, so... Was that her first movie? That was her first movie, Uh, minus the one we went to the drive-in when she was a tiny baby, and I had to take her with us because I was still nursing. Um, We went to the drive-in, so that one doesn't count. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was her first movie. She did fine. There were a couple of times uh, I had to take her out because she was just not... But Alex, he sat through the whole thing. There were a couple of times, um, like when when Luigi first landed in 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 the Hell Forest, mm-hmm. and he got a little scared. He's like, "Mommy, I'm scared." And he was like, he's sitting right next to me. So I'm like, "Okay, well here, snuggle with me. Look, Luigi's there, and Mario's gonna take care of it. It's gonna be fine. I know it's mm-hmm. scary, but it's we're we're gonna be okay." And he was he was fine, and he he laughed at all the parts that he you know. I just it's so much fun to watch kids experience movies like like this especially something like this for him where it's mario and it's on the big screen and you just see the big old grin on his face and he gets all giggly and jumping in his seat and it was so much fun and as we left the theater he's like he just kept saying i love the mario movie over and over and over again <laughs> i love the mario movie and like oh Alex, what did you it's like what was your favorite part i love the mario movie it's like basically everything <laughs> So yes, we will definitely be owning it. Um, and Jared and I are good because because I like I said I had to take Lottie out a couple of times. So there are a few parts that I missed, 
not not a lot, but enough. But I'm like, I want to go watch it again. He's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna go see it again this week. Just just us, not the kids. <laughs> Parental date night. Two thumbs yes. up. <laughs> yes, the grown ups, the mom and dad are going on a date night, and we're gonna go see the kids' movie. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that roll. at all. Yeah. No, no, that that is exactly how we roll. <laughs> so yeah, so if you have not seen the Super Mario Brothers movie, <laughs> or if you just want to go see it again, just go see it. It's yeah. it's great, and it it just mm. it feels like we've kind of had a bit of a slog through animated movies lately in theaters. I like 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 nothing really has stood out. I guess Puss in Boots too, but I haven't seen that one yet. Um. We'll talk about that, but I just I'm like it's been it feels like it's been so long since I've had a really good one, and this one this one hit all the right notes, and it's it just felt good. It's just a fun feel good movie. The whole family will love it. Or if you're an older person who grew up with Mario games, you'll love it. If you love good animation, you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one, and it's not that long, so. You're worried about time. It's like an hour and a half. It's yeah, yeah, it's quick. Two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just I can take too much about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I wanted yeah, to go every, back everybody I know that's movie. seen it has, has had nothing but good things to say about it. So. Mm-hmm. Anything else we want to comment on? I think that's it. Hey, cool. Now we oh, need a it, now we need a, uh, a a group trip to Universal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Going to Nintendo. Dear World. powers that be. <laughs> we will cover Universal. We'll cover Nintendo Land in a mm-hmm. review if you send us there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And can I take my five year old? Because I would feel bad going without him. Yeah. <laughs> It's like between between all all of us adults with with smartphones and social media, very social media platforms. Believe us, we'll have it covered. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. Anyway, well, if any of our listeners want to chime in on their thoughts on the Super Mario Brothers movie or the the live action one from '93 or any aspect of the Mario franchise, and the, and believe me, there is a lot of it, and we could barely scratch the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, send us some feedback with your points of view. Uh, our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is thefiveishfangirls.com, and that has links to all of our social media, which you can leave comments on things like Facebook and Instagram and such. Um, you can also find ways to support the podcast through Patreon and our merch shop, and you can download the podcast wherever you like to get podcasts. Spotify, mm-hmm. um, podcast, all that good stuff. And uh, as always, we thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And thank you for being there and listening to all of our craziness because we have fun doing it. And we, we're glad that people have fun listening to us. So mm-hmm. hope you all just best wishes for uh, for everyone. Mm-hmm. And don't take the poison mushroom. Yeah. Or the mini mushroom. Unless mm-hmm. you're like going through a really tight spot and you need to get need to be tiny to get Yeah. I don't like mushrooms, so not a problem. 
<laughs> I think it was yeah. hilarious in the movie that Mario yes. doesn't like mushrooms. I'm like, oh, you poor soul. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, if you get hit, you lose the power up. Well, apparently if you vomit up the mushroom that you got the power up from, you lose the power up. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we'll just go straight to the fire flower and call it good. There yeah. you go, yeah. Apparently the fire flower is like a, a candle on a birthday cake. It can just be blown out. Yeah. Really. Okay. All right. Now with that, we're going to hop in a pipe and uh, go somewhere and sign off for this week. <laughs> That's what Lottie calls them. Oh, this is Chrissy saying goodnight from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Whoa! Peaches, 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 peaches! I love Thank you for listening to the Five-ish Fangirls. Please visit thefiveishfangirls.com for details on how to further support the show, along with information on our nonprofit Fangirls Give Back. We love our Five-ish fam and appreciate all of your feedback, shares, and encouragement. Remember to keep letting your geek flag fly.